Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. I started my podcast with the goal of helping couples get a better understanding of why their counterpart thinks and operates the way they do. As time went on, I continued to do this, but with more focus on relationships in general. Like I always say, the way you view things determine how those things make you feel. For more raw, uncensored content, you can subscribe to my other tier on Spotify for only $2.99 per month. But like I said, it's your homeboy, Cuff. Come catch these waves. Armageddon Productions. Hey, what's going on, world? It's your boy Pete Cuff with the Brain Surfing Podcast. And uh, today, I'm going to talk about something a little... That shit's a little emotional for me, you know what I mean? I got my video going, uh, got my shades ready, you know what I'm saying? Just in case, you know, because I really don't want to be on here fucking crying all in your ears, but everybody kind of was telling me I should do it, and honestly, I plan on doing it anyway. It just, it's hard to do whenever I bring this topic up. I get all emotional. I can't help but to cry. But I did a lot of thinking about this and had to write some notes down to kind of keep myself on track while I'm going through this. You know, I got my tears out and everything, so I feel like I might be able to, uh, I might be able to get through this without, you know, crying all in your ears. And I got the video going, you know what I mean? I ain't trying to be all on video, just <laughs> turning on one of them MJ memes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So today episode is about my kids. I want to start off kind of, you know, um, talk about both of them individually. You know what I mean? And then kind of go into some of the things that occurred since they have been gone. You know what I mean? In my life personally. And just kind of how I feel like things might be different for me, for them, you know, for all of us. For everybody in my life, honestly, if I had my kids in my life, how things would be different for everybody because... I feel I can't be 100% Pierre if I don't have little Pierre and Tristan with me. Like, part of me becoming who I was was when they were born. So when that's taken away from me, some of me goes with that. You know what I mean? But let me not get ahead of myself and, you know, kind of start from the beginning. Well, you know, um, just kind of breaking down both my kids, you know, just the way I view them, who they are as people to me. I'm going to like this blunt. Also, another thing that helped me uh get through this. Hopefully, I can do the whole thing right now. And I don't got to hit y'all with a part two. Well, I'm going to say a part three because I'm doing a part two to um dive deeper into life after, you know, since they've been gone. I plan to do a part three about that. But, um yeah, so I'm going to start this off. You know, my, uh, my firstborn, my older son, Pierre Jr., Poppy, for those who know him. So... April 24th, 6 pounds, 5 ounces, 21 inches long. I know this after only seeing the birth certificate like twice. There's really no reason to go back and forth to your kid birth certificate. So when he was born, of course, I seen it. And then uh, one time after, I can't remember if he needed a new birth certificate and I got it for him, whatever it may have been, but I seen it. Um, I throw that out there because it's like, yo, honestly, my memory is kind of bad with a lot of stuff, but I can never forget 
the sizes of both my kids. Although, I'm going to look it up again to get it official because I feel like I might have either their weight or their height mixed up. You know what I mean? I might have put Tristan's weight for Poppy's weight, Poppy weight for Tristan's weight, vice versa. But 6 pounds, 5 ounces, 21 inches long. Uh, this is my firstborn before I ever had my son. I've never even held a baby. Like, I paid kids, especially, like, very small kids like that. I paid them close to no attention. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was a, it was a, a completely, a completely new thing for me. Um, I feel like I caught on pretty quick. And, uh, yeah, and some of that help came through my brother. You know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, I man, it didn't take long to realize how special of a kid he was. I'm talking about, like, when he was very small, I don't want to say age because I hate saying shit wrong, but he was, he was small as shit. Like, he, he was, like, a year or some change. And, uh, you know, McDonald's straws. He started with two McDonald's straws. He would bang on tables, and, you know, uh, he'll have two straws in the car as we driving back home. And instead of trying to snack on his food, he would have two straws and would tap on the back of the seat or whatever it was. And I re re really didn't pay much attention, at first at least. But eventually, I guess the uh, the straws didn't make enough noise. <laughs> so he, uh, he went to two pencils or pens. I can't remember which one it was exactly, but... <coughs> He moved up to uh, two pens, two pencils, whatever it may have been. And <clears throat> at that point, we paid a little more attention because you could hear that better than you could hear when he tapped on stuff with the straws. And it sounded like he was kind of keeping a little bit of a beat. You know what I mean? So, like, it was kind of crazy, you know. So, I expressed this to uh, my dad, and my dad let me know. You know what I mean? That as a kid, my dad played drums, and, you know, I remember that when I was in fifth grade. Went to uh, Oak Grove Intermediate, I want to say it was. I played the drums. You know, I, mean, I was pretty good at it. She was pretty fun to me, honestly. Uh, just ended up moving back to the hood. And that wasn't really something we had. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a popular thing. Or like, you know, one of the things like basketball, football. For girls, cheerleading. You know what I'm saying? It was only certain things that I guess you would say was accepted in the hood. I don't know how you want to word it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, eventually, his uncle, um, Don Ye, that's uh, his his mom's brother, she ended up getting him a, uh, let me get this mic right here a little closer too, I'm recording like on three different, I'm doing video on two different things, I'm doing it on the Anchor app also, so I'm getting it all recorded at the same time, but yeah, uh, his uncle Darius, I'm sorry, his uncle Don Ye, his, um, his, his mom's oldest brother, ended up buying him a drum set. And for some people, it was irritating because he would bang, bang, bang. But for me, it was like, yo, he ain't banging on stuff. He actually making music. Like, he would try to hold beats, and he would hold beats. He didn't try to do it. He would hold he would hold beats. Now, this is a little mini drum set. Uh, the next, you know, one day we at the church, and we all, we're all downstairs, and he just goes upstairs by himself. We really didn't pay attention. It's like we're in the church, whatever. He go upstairs, and, um... Next you know, we hear a nice beat being played, also with the little uh, cymbal. You know what I mean? The little, the little joint going. So we like, the fuck? So we go upstairs, and Poppy's on the adult drum 
he's on the adult drum um drum joint and and he's uh the adult drum set i'm sorry he's on the adult drum set and he's getting it in you know what i mean he's holding the beat it sounds good it's not the greatest beat but you know he's a little kid it sounds good he's holding the beat it's the drum set where it's like you had it's the church drum set so you know you have the all the little uh snare drums in the middle basically you have a drum up here, a drum up here, two snares, and then you have a little cymbal that's hanging, plus you got a little foot joint, you know what I mean, where you can hit the big, more bass type drum at the bottom, and he's, he's utilizing all of this, and keeping the beat, not a super fast beat, it's more slow paced, but he's keeping the beat, he's holding the beat, and it was amazing, and it made us realize why he always wanted to sit more in the front of the church, because the area he wanted to sit at was right by the drummer. And he did this without ever knowing me and his grandpa played drums. This is something that was in him, I guess. So, like, he went along with it. Uh, and he always been, they say a kid, their kid, the kid's brains are like sponges, but for real, for real. I heard that, but hearing something and seeing it two different things. I heard that, but seeing it in Poppy, like, it, it made me believe it. I'm like, yo, like, everything he tried to do, everything you put him onto, he really caught onto really fast. You know, so fast forward a few years later, my dad had came and got uh, Poppy. I don't think Trish was born yet, so he came and got Poppy. They went to his uh, his friend Francis' crib, and Francis got two boys that played basketball, football, baseball, all kinds of sports. Now, Poppy was watching him throw the ball back and forth, and... um. He was just observing, you know what I mean? When Poppy be locked in and something he liked and he's watching, he really would sit there basically barely blinking with a finger like on his lip and just looking. You know what I mean? He will just... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was his thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he'll be locked in and then next you know he'll start doing what he was watching and he'll be good at it or, or he'll be better than you would think he should be for his first time trying it. Like I said, he caught on to everything pretty quick. Now, this time, he was watching. He ended up putting a glove on. He couldn't catch anything. So, long story short, my dad ended up taking him to the side and showing him how to actually catch the ball when it hits the mitt, you know, so when right when you feel that in your, hitting your palm, you want to close quickly. It gets to the point where you don't even feel it anymore. It's just routine. He told him something like that along those lines, you know, and Poppy took that in, and from what I was told, he barely dropped anything else from that point on. He put the glove back on. He was catching everything. You know what I mean? And that kind of just sums up Poppy. Like, he's always been just super talented. Um, uh, he likes positive vibes. He don't want to be around anything negative. Uh, excuse me. He was just always that type of person. Like, share, comment. The Brain Surfing Podcast. Thanks for catching these waves. Just fun to be around. His energy was effective. Just being around him will help your mood. And that kind of reminds me of my brother D-Lo. Right? Now, moving on to Tristan. And like I said, I'm going to cover both kids, right? And then I'm going to kind of talk about both of them together. Right? So, moving on to Tristan, right? Now, Tristan was different. Uh, October 15th, 6 pounds, 3 ounces, 19 inches. Like I said, I might have him and Poppy's either height or their weight mixed up, but yeah, this is what it is. Um, he was a lot different than Poppy, but he was even more like me. 
Like, I seen myself in Poppy more so because Poppy looks so much like me. Um, Tristan resembled me, but he looked more like Poppy looked like me now and when I, and when I was a kid. Tristan looked more like me now as an adult, like as a man. Like, how I look now is different than how I was when I was a kid, even though I look insane. But it's different, you know what I mean? And Tristan looks more like me as a man, right? So... Poppy, energetic, wants all the attention, never stopped talking. That was Poppy. When it came to Tristan, a lot of people, just like when I was a kid, I was told this too. When I was a kid, people thought that I was weird. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk barely, you know what I'm saying? It just, I just would just observe things. And I always thought it was funny that people, people would tell me that. Then I had Tristan, and he was that way. And it wasn't funny because he was the same way. I thought something was wrong with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I thought something was wrong with him. But kind of find out, uh, it didn't take that long to realize, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was my genius, baby. Like, for real. He went from barely talking and not talking at all to, like, complete sentences. Out of nowhere. It was crazy. Because, like I said, he was quiet. He really didn't talk. So, we thought something was wrong with him. Oh, yeah, another thing about Poppy, too. This boy had the big old legs and big old head. He started walking at seven months, seven and a half months, something like that. So he would always be wobbling and hit his head on corners of uh, corners of walls and walking on quarters and stuff. And uh, at first, you know, we, oh, he would cry, you know. But he did it so much, he got used to it. But even when he got used to it, instead of us thinking, oh, he probably is used to it now, we thinking, okay, this, this, this is the brain damage our son. Like, let's get him to the emergency room. And we took, we took him in the emergency room, and like, everything was fine. Everything was fine. But he hit his head so much from just wobbling around. Because he was seven months, seven and a half months, little itty-bitty Chucky doll size, like, walking around, hitting his head on everything. And, uh, yes, yeah, so we got him checked out. Everything was okay with his brain. But back to Tristan. Um, yeah, man, he was my genius, baby. It didn't take long to, uh, to figure that out. And if I ever let it slip my mind by asking some dumb shit like, Boy, how you know that big old word? He would quickly remind me by saying something like, and I quote, because I'm smarter than you, Dad. Duh. <laughs> like, that's my boy, man. My little genius, baby. Like, I, I, oh, man. This remind me so much of me. This so smart, so chill, more to itself. A little introverted, but he's also very loving which I feel like I was more of that before going through uh, multiple heartbreaks and so forth and so on. But that's another topic. Excuse me. Um, yeah. I feel like Tristan took a lot of my emotional side. As far as my emotional uh, softer side. Cause, uh, excuse me. Because sometimes my uh, my anger, my, uh, my emotions can come out, like Kevin Gates said, as aggression. You know what I'm saying? Not saying beating motherfuckers up. But, like, you know what I mean? Just, be, just being aggressive in how I'm talking, whatever it may be. Now, I've seen that part of me in Tristan. Because, uh... Because <laughs> I remember a time where... Where, uh... Where uh, we were at church. Well, <coughs> I actually wasn't there. I was told this story. <coughs> uh, they were at church. My uh, kid's mother and her mom and, and uh, you know, the, my boys and whoever else, right? And one time they had church and the pastor kept on poking at Tristan, you know. 
Give me some of that candy. Give me some of that candy. I want that candy. Give me that, give me that candy, boy. Give me that candy, big head boy. Kevin man. Chris kept saying, no, pastor, no, pastor, no, pastor. Stop, stop, no, pastor. And the pastor kept messing with him. Now, in the church, Tristan looked up at the pastor and said, I said, no, pastor. Stop fucking with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, he snapped off in the church. And these boys are raised in the church, you feel me? So, they understand the church and, you know, you're not supposed to do things like that in the church. But Tristan is going to be who he is. And I love that about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is very so much like me. Tristan, Poppy's a little more, you know, he cares more about how people feel. Because I had some of that in me too. But a lot of times it gets blocked out or overshadowed by the fact that I'm comfortable who I am. I love me as a person. So... If you can't deal with it, you can't handle it, it's like, yo, that's on you. I mean, I'm going to continue being me. But, yeah, Tristan is so much like like that. I love that in him. I feel like that's going to help him throughout his life, period. Even during this, this this stage where his mom is keeping the contact, she kept it at minimum at first. Like, the longer they've been in, I'm going to get to that. Even during this time where her, her, their mom are, is keeping them away from me, you know, <clears throat> Now a little bit more about Poppy, cause uh, I had more uh more down. I just uh started going on top of the head a little bit, but um, as, as Poppy was getting older, cause I didn't really touch on that. As he was getting older before he left, his personality reminded me more of my brother. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool because my brother has such positive energy. You know what I'm saying? And and they both, my, my brother and Poppy both. Other kind of people who you just want to be around them. You know what I mean? Like, you just want to be around them. You want to feel their energy and just absorb that. Take it from them and, and go on about your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, now fast forward even more. You know what I mean? And, yeah, man. Fast forward even more, you know. My kids were, uh, my kids' mother had went to Texas. She left my kids here. She left our kids here to be with me and with her mom. And me and her mom was going back and forth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just with the, uh, just like, I don't want to say babysitting because it's like, those are my kids or our kids. I'm not babysitting them. But they did live with her and they were, you know, at the time before she went to Houston. So, yeah, me and her mom is, we're going back and forth, uh, taking care of the boys. You know, well, when I get them, I see what, what they might need, what they, whatever, and I'll go about it. You know, me and my ex-wife would go about getting them what they needed and things like that. Um, and she was doing the same thing at her end. So, I'm going to tell a quick story that's going to come back into place to try to kind of kind of show how games were being played as far as with me being around my kids and seeing my kids, right? So, there were time, during this time, uh, time, during this time where my kid's mother was in Texas, and me and her mom was holding them down, um, she had, their grandma, my, my, my kid's mother's mom, their grandma, had asked me to hold however much, couple hundred bucks, like, on some rent type stuff, whatever, right? So it's like, yo, my my boys are going back and forth from me to you. They're over there. They're over here. Like, yeah, I got you. Easy. It's not a big deal to me. It, it really, 
It just wasn't a big deal. So, like, bam, I got you. She said she's going to pay back, whatever. All right. So, a few weeks go past, and she ended up paying me back. Bam. All right. Cool. Then some more time went past. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to mess the order of the story when I, uh, the order of the story up. But yeah, some time went past. She paid me back, and that was that. Now, <clears throat> like I said, my kids were our kids were going back and forth from with me until uh, me and my ex-wife, and also being with their grandma. For what I knew, of course, they were stable where I was. And from what I knew, they were stable there because she had fell back on rent. I helped her, so now you're back on point in my head, right? So time goes on. Uh, I bet my kid's mother supposed to be down there for like a month with her uh, godmom, and she was going to visit her godmom's family, which she knows because as a kid, she used to go there and visit a good amount of summers. So she knows that family. She's been introduced to them. They know her, so forth and so on. At the same time, before she went to Houston, she, throughout the years, she burned a lot of bridges and she had, she didn't have places to live like that. This part I wouldn't think about when she went to Houston, though. So the guy she was staying with would actually live with his mom and he had got put out. The mom gave her a deadline. Now, I'm not knowing these things when she first went to Houston, but the mom gave her a deadline. She had to be out by whatever certain time. So... And no, I'm saying that wrong. I did know because I remember when she expressed it to me. I said, oh, that's cool. I mean, it is what it is. Like, if you're okay with it, you and the boys come here. The boys can come here for show. Like, easy. Bam. You can come here too because I know you burnt. I ain't telling her this part. I know you burnt all your bridges and no one's going to let you stay with them. You know what I mean? But anyway, I let her know she can come here in the boys. Of course, she can come here with the boys. She didn't want that the boys come and she didn't want to come. My ex-wife agrees she can come. She can stay for a month or two. I can't remember how long it was going to be, but she agreed she can stay for a month or two and everything. Get her shit together and pay no rent. She have her own little room. All that, right? She didn't want to do that. So, yeah, she ended up going to Houston to, uh, to, um, this is like, she ended up going to Houston like months later, though, where I guess the deadline had ended. And looking at it now, some things should have made more sense to me if I put two and two together, but at the end of the day, I end up getting with her. She's a church girl. She ain't know nothing about real life or nothing. She got introduced to all that shit through me and my family, right? And then the people that she met through me and my family, and then other people she introduced that she got introduced with through her alternative school she went to, so forth and so on, right? So she goes to Houston. Supposed to be down there for a month, um, something like that, a few weeks or a month. Uh, then to kind of fast forward past all the bullshit. Me and her mom end up holding the boys down for like three, four months, right? I didn't care. At the time, I could have went and got the custody stuff in order and everything. Looking back, I feel stupid. You know what I'm saying? I feel stupid. But I already fucked that up. I can't rewind it, so I'm not going to dwell on that. I just try to tell my peoples that have kids and everything in Minnesota, when you have kids with a woman, they have 100% rights. Automatically, unless you're married to them, and from that point you have to go and get a court date set up so you can have your uh, joint custody, so forth and so on. But um, yeah, we end up holding the boys down for what two, three, four months, man, three, four, whatever, how long it was. My kid's mom ended up calling me and saying that she's gonna come to visit the boys. 
the shit was weird to me, but it was like we were we weren't on bad terms. It was nothing bad going on. We we didn't haven't even had a bad history of just a, you know what I'm saying? Like so there, there are certain things I just would think she never would do. So I would never assume that she would take me take my boys from me. But she came to visit. I brought the boys to her, dropped them off, supposed to get them back after a day or two. I hate saying shit wrong. I can't remember if it's one day, two days, whatever it was. Maybe it was a full weekend. I'm not really sure. But she ended up calling me the next day. And all she said was, <clears throat> we're in Houston. We're in Texas. Whatever it was. I'm like, who? She like me and the boys. I'm like, why? Y'all ain't they visiting with you now or oh uh, no, I'm I'm I moved down here. Um I stayed for a while. I was trying to get my things together, get things figured out before I came and got them. <clears throat> she never expressed any of this to me because I wouldn't agree agreed to it. She knows I wouldn't have. That's why she didn't tell me any of this. So when she tried to say to people how I don't care about my kids, I don't love them, don't want to be around them, it makes no sense at all. Oh, because if that was the case, even right now, even right now, when I was trying, let me get back to the story, I'm sorry. But she said that, you know, her and the boy moved, I'm like, why, what, why, for what, why, we ain't talk about this, nothing. Blah, 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 all right, when she hangs up. A few days later, she finally answers my call after calling her for a while. And to be honest with you, I felt like I couldn't, it was like, Man, I still didn't feel like she would keep my kids from me. A couple days passed, and man, we back in open communication, answer my call. If they right there, we talk. If they not, she'll have them call me back. Everything was cool. She hit me up. They need <clears throat> money for this, money for that. I sent them money uh, to go in on the sports stuff. I sent them money. They ended up they ended up buying, um, what all did they buy? They bought a uh, soccer goal. So they wanted to get into playing soccer. They bought a soccer goal, soccer ball, uh, basketball hoop, basketball, football, like stuff like that. A bunch of sports shit, because that's what they do. Um, I sent them to Houston with a cell phone uh, that their mom took from them. But she didn't let them have a phone. It was a phone I actually gave to someone else, but like I had took it from them, like, you know, basically like, hey, man, my kids up here, I, I had bought them some shoes and whatever, whatever. It was last minute. Damn, see, look, I'm fast forwarding. Let me let me go back. Let me go back. Yeah, so still, I'm not feeling like, you know, she's going to keep the kids from me because like that, like, like you know, because we're in constant contact. So then once I had everything straight, and I was like, yo, hey, yo, when can I um have the, uh, the boys come? And she was like, I don't know. I got out on those for a while mixed with send them two-way tickets and then they can come. Like, basically, she was saying that because she felt like if she let them come, that I wouldn't send them back. But the only way, only reason for her to feel that way is if she knows that she took them from me. You know what I'm saying? So she felt like, oh, I did this to him. Like, why would we do it back? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why she wanted the two-way ticket thing. Um, I really wasn't feeling that at all. You know what I'm saying? But when it came down to the time where I, I was going, going to get the ticket, what did she do? Oh, the timetable you're giving me isn't going to work because of this and because of that. I don't want to skip a bunch, but it was a lot of a whole bunch of nothing and it started to happen. You know what I'm saying? This this is like after this is after maybe a year. A whole bunch of like nothing as far as being able to see them was 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 communication wise like nothing was happening with that like like yeah man I just it was nothing going on and I don't know man it just wasn't nothing. But I was talking to them every day. And conversations were great. They were in good spirits. They wanted to see me. I wanted to see them. They would ask questions like... And I'm fast-forwarding. You know, I'm going to fast-forward some. Because there's a little gap. We were in contact for years. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, I went through the uh, the court process once. And just being a dumbass, I did it all fucked up and wrong and wasted money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, soon after I went through a divorce with my wife and shit like that, and then I was fucked up for a while, so it was, just, it was a good little minute where, from the first time I had filed the court papers and fucked them up, to where I ended up, to, to now, where, you know, I was, like, getting myself back together and shit like that, but even during that time, though, as time went on, I got, like, you know, and I fast-forwarded so much, because it's, like, a whole bunch of nothing, but I got engaged, and when I got engaged, the communication became a little bit lesser, and when I got married, she can cut communication off, like, all the way. You know what I mean? Um, at the time, I had stopped sending money, too. Let me throw that part out there. The reason why, because it was like, yo, you are not... I don't believe you're going to let me see them ever at this point. Like, I don't believe it no more. So it's like, I'm not about to keep, at the time, paying child support and sending money. Even though she wasn't getting child support because she fucked over the state of Minnesota. So all the money was going to the state of Minnesota. But yet and still, paying child support, what was the minimum? So it wasn't a bunch. Let me throw that out there too. Cause I'm real, goddamn. She, we had uh, the uh, meeting for what she had. Um, she was getting public assistance. Is when we just had Poppy, and she told her counselor, her social worker, whatever, that I take care of my son. I'm there for my son. So she wants to put me on. If she had to put me on child support, because we didn't stay in the same household, that she, household, she wants to put me on the minimum. So she put me on the minimum. Like. That right there shows that Poppy's first few years, she felt like I was being a dad. They ain't got nothing to do with the next couple years and when Trisha was born, because Trisha wasn't born yet. But I'm just going to throw a couple things out there that if she makes it seem a certain way, it just doesn't make sense. Because if that's the case, why did you not get more child support? Because like you told your social worker, your counselor, whatever y'all call them, I am there for my son. I take care of my son. And at the time... I always had a job and she didn't. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? So, yeah, man. Uh, time goes, I get engaged, I get married. The uh, contact becomes lesser. So, end up, I'm not talking to him at all. And before it got to that point, we had a lot of arguments about financial type stuff. And me seeing them. For her, it was financial. You don't even send money no more. Eh, why would I let you see them? Eh. When I was sending money and trying to see them, you were making like share comment the brain surgeon podcast thanks for catching these waves making it as hard as possible to say the least 
it was always some kind of excuse. They got this tournament coming up, that tournament coming up. This, and I always want to get them here because I want my family to see them too. But after a long ass time, I said, man, honestly, I said, man, fuck it. Family got figured out. I just go there. What's up? Hey, when can I come down there? I get the hotel, all that. I was, what's up? What's up? Same shit, man. A bunch of games being played. Like, she wasn't letting it happen. I ended up talking to her fiance, boyfriend, husband, whatever, at the time. Um, and he st they still together from what I know. But I ain't talking to him more than her because she was done lying, I guess. So he would get on the phone and listen, fam. And we was we we actually was cordial as hell at first until he started getting on the phone, getting hostile, talking about something. I showed your kids how to play basketball and football. I got them in sports. I got them their grades up. I got them playing instruments at the church. Y'all heard my story about Poppy, man. He been doing that shit. This ain't nothing new. So I'm on the other end of that. Not saying much other than laughing because my kid's mother is sitting right there. So I'm like, oh yeah, she gonna but she just mm-hmm yep yep she going along with it like like what he's saying is real so of course i feel it kind of way and then from that it just became all negative as hell i'm snapping i'm it is all fucked up energy fast forward a little bit more and not far at all but i ended up getting they ended up contacting my wife my ex-wife at my wife at the time ex-wife now um contacting her and i'm talking about the phone that I had gave my kids, like I said, it's, it was my phone I had gave it to someone else. They gave the phone back to me. It did not delete what was in the phone. So they got, they, they, you know, they got, they, they, they go through the messages or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, and they, they screenshot, was it screenshots or they just, I don't know how, because I, I can't remember. They just told her. Well, they, was, they had to do more than tell, because I don't feel like they just told her she was going to be wrong with it. But yeah, they just sent pictures of messages and pictures that was in the phone. Now, like I said, this was not my phone. And it had not been my phone for months. I gave it to someone else. So they telling her, this is, a, this is a phone that I had hidden the whole time, whatever. And I probably had it hidden. And I tried to give it to my kids when they visited. And I'm hiding all this stuff from her. That, along with dumb shit that I've done, the dumb shit that she's done, our relationship was already, like, in a spiral. It was already, you know what I'm saying, kind of a little fucked up. But that was damn near the icing on the cake. You know what I'm saying? Like, after that, I feel like it wasn't no fixing that. You know what I'm saying? It was a part. <clears throat> that, uh, that did something to our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Me and my ex-wife. Even though I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man, we, we wasn't working on uh, fixing it how we probably should have been anyway. If you married, you're supposed to really work, really work to fix your shit. So it probably wouldn't work anyway. Not saying it would have. But, you know what I'm saying? They were out their way to contribute to ending that. You know what I'm saying? The shit was, they was really trying to like just destroy everything with me. You know what I mean? And... <laughs> It's like you already took my kids from me. Like, you trying to do even more. You trying to like, you trying to like really break me down, and just just take my my whole soul. Like I ain't really, I ain't really get it, man. And it started to make me really think, like, what did I do to her? 
like what was so bad that I did to her. And to this day, I still think about the shit. Like, what the what did I do? And nothing's there, man. All the thing I can think of is nothing that's like is nothing serious, normal shit. Like nothing. I'm saying normal shit, like cause normal shit to some people, like uh, um, uh, domestic violence can be normal to some people, but that's not normal. That's outside of the norm. You feel me? So it was no shit like that going on. It was no being abusive to the kids. It was no nothing crazy, man. Nothing crazy. But yeah, um, time. Time goes on, and how I say the contact just goes to basically the zero. I, you know, I get, end up getting divorced. Uh, my life was a little fucked up for a while, so I was a little focused on, you know, getting me back together. And uh, honestly, I feel like I'm damn near just now really, if I'm being honest, I feel like I'm just now really getting kind of fully back together as of as of like last year i want to say maybe if not this year you know what i mean just like mentally and physically and i'm saying like fully and i'm I'm still not fully there but i'm as close as i feel i can be without having my kids in my life so i feel like with, with that being said i really can't complain you know what i mean so yeah and i feel now i'm at the the mental place where I'm ready to make that push again, and financially and everything, I'm a little bit better in position to make that push again, you know, might need a little bit of help, but yeah, I'm getting there, so to uh, fight for my boys again, because I've had the court date, and the judge in Minnesota, Minnesota is so stupid, they had me, I had the court date set up, everything, like two months down the road, bam, ended up going to the court date. I'm ready. I'm happy as hell. At the time, rewind, rewind a little bit. At the time, my son, Poppy, which is my older son, Pierre Jr., had been writing me on Twitter. He found me on Twitter and uh, had been writing me. We're going back and forth on Twitter, talking. And I'm actually, let me see if I can, uh, let's see if I can get this video pulled up real quick. Oh, damn, Twitter's on my other phone. Shit. Hmm, how can I do this? Well, look. I'm going to do it like this. Look, I got a good amount of uh, videos and stuff like that saved of uh, me with my kids, man. I want to kind of play play some for y'all. And this to me, this is one of the best ones because it really, it damn near sums up my kids so good. Like, it just really embodies them as people and why I love them so much. Keep him out. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Yes, cars.
a little wonk. I don't want to be Michael Jordan. I'm going to be Pierre Blair jumping from the free throw line. Pierre Blair Jr. and Tristan Blair. That's going to be on y'all jersey. Blair boys. trying to tell you when I tell you that these boys is something different like for real they really 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 something different love them to death and obviously check it out hold on another one Before I started playing the video, I can't remember. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm rolling this blunt too. I can't remember exactly where I was at. Um, see, I kind of just played the videos and lost my train of thought. But I will say this: any moms out there, man, if y'all keeping y'all kids from the dad, you know. Um, I just want to say, I got two words for y'all. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I say that because in my head, you know, if you're doing it for malicious reasons, you know what I'm saying, for payback or whatever it may be, like, mission accomplished. You have hurt us enough already. It's time to really let fathers be fathers like not only do i want my kids in my life 
but I need my kids in my life. Like, I can't fully be me without having my kids in my life. All relationships in my life are affected because I don't have my kids in my life. My whole world is affected because I don't have my kids in my life. I need, want, and beg, look forward to the day I have my kids back in my life. I've never, I used to question the love from plenty of people that I felt should love me. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was mainly family, but it could be some friends also, right? I used to question it, you know what I'm saying? At whatever point in my life. The way my kids made me feel, the way they talk to me, the way they communicate with me, the way they look at me, the way they hear me, the way they understand me, I never question the love that my kids have for me. I know, I know, and anybody that been around me when I had my kids in my life or being around me and my boys at the same time, like y'all know, I'm a different person with them than I am now. Yeah. I'm a different person now than I was when I had them. And that's just because I really feel like I lost a big part of myself when I lost them. So like I said, to the, the mothers that do this, two words for y'all. Mission accomplished. And with that, what y'all should do with that is, y'all should really think about what y'all are doing and change it up. I know deep down in my heart, my kids still love me. My kids know that I love them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't question that. At all. Yet and still, I would love to hear it. I'm actually looking for another video right now, matter of fact, because like I said, my son was writing me on Twitter. I got the messages still. I damn near should have been downloading Twitter on this phone. Oh, I actually found it. Look, when my son was writing me on Twitter, he was going out of his way, and I felt bad that he felt he had to do this, but I could tell he was going out of his way to let me know that he still loves me. He still he, he don't feel no way. He understand what's going on. And I wasn't mentioning that stuff to him. I I've never talked down on my kids' mother to my kids. Never. I've never done it. So like, 
Yeah, I, I've never done it, man. I, but I feel like she do it to me, cause like we'd be on the phone, like she would talk crazy about me. When the boys was in the house or right there, like I know they heard this stuff, and she would let their her dude talk crazy about me. He's never even met me. With all that, I still never down talk. We on the phone talking back and forth. Uh, he called me from the school phone, from a uh, different friend's phone, friend that he got. I still got his friend's uh, number stayed in my phone, right? And you know he get people in your phone number saved, right? Bam. So next thing you know, they stay on my Snapchat. I add them on Snapchat. I'm watching their stories every time they post. To see if my boys be around them. I done wrote them. Hey, 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 you know, uh, you still go to school with Pierre Junior or Poppy? Oh, no, I moved. The one I'm actually be talking to. Uh, oh, no, I moved. He lives wherever and I'm, you know what I'm saying? So, like, no, we're not in contact anymore. Like, fuck. But if I see him, like, I got you. I'll let him know we talked. Uh, This is something he sent me when we were talking back and forth on Twitter. Things he did was <laughs> he cute <laughs> man anybody who's in contact with my kids mom anybody got her on Facebook look hey, be, hey look man I'm gonna tell you now if you if you I'm gonna be honest if you value your, you and her friendship relationship oh she will cut you off if you try to talk on my behalf in any way at the same time if enough people mention it to her Maybe I don't got to do this whole court shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I don't got to do it. If enough people mention it to her, maybe she'll do the right thing. And at least let me talk to my kids. I feel like I have a lot to offer my kids mentally. That is the biggest thing. Mentally. Like, all this shit going on in the world with the cops and just with this, this, this COVID shit. And, every, and I don't know what's going on with my boys. You know what I mean? They live in Houston with motherfuckers act a fool. Like, you know, well, motherfuckers act a fool down there in every state, whatever, specific cities, whatever. But, um, I don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I remember my, my dad, well, I said my dad, my, uh, my son asked me, like, like, dad, I thought you were still in jail. And I'm thinking in my head, like, how did he know I was ever in jail? And I ain't ask him that because I don't want to put them in the middle of anything. I feel like I'm going about this shit the right way. Instead, I got to get this court shit back in order again and do this shit the right way and be, and be patient and, and, you know, private investigator, whatever route I'm going to end up going officially, I just need to get to that. But I feel like I'm going about this shit the right way as far as, like, I'd never down her anything, but she just talked crazy about me and I kind of just let it be what it is. I never retaliated or nothing. I just don't feel like... Is there any room for that? Like, what's the point? Um. Yeah, man. Anybody in contact with my, my kid's mom, just reach out to her, man. Send her the link to this video. 
send her my podcast information. If 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 you were one of her family members and, and your your um daughter or son, you know, talks on the phone with Poppy and Trey. Hey, you can you can hey help me out. Have your, your daughter or son pass Poppy and or Trey a message for me. Well, pass it to one of them, they they can pass it to the other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I really, really, really want to hug my boys, man. I can't wait. I hope they're not like, you know, feel they too old to get kissed on the forehead. I used to hate my dad did that shit. He did it my whole life. He still would do it now if he was in contact. Um, but yeah, man, I want to kiss them on their forehead so bad. I want to hug them so bad. I want to take them to the park and shoot around so bad. I'm going to drive around the car, listen to music, and rap lyrics with them so bad. Ride around the car, listen to R&B, singing off-key with them so bad. Like, I just want to be around them. And I really hope that when I do get back in contact with them and, and I do get to actually see them and, and, and feel their presence, I hope that they are ready for me to want, want to be up under them Every second we're around each other. The one time they got to come here to visit, and like I said, they talking about my mom started going everywhere, so I kind of left stuff out. I probably end up doing a part two. Uh, hey, I got through it without fully crying. I almost, I, you know, eyes got watery. Do I just had to throw the shades on? But <laughs> yeah, I got through it without crying. Uh, so I, I'm definitely gonna do a part two and maybe three. But I remember they came to visit one time, and the well, they came. Three times for what I, I know, but only one time where I got to actually see them, right? So, their grandma calls me from uh, whatever state they were in. They had left Houston, and they were driving. She got low on gas, so she called me to, uh, to see if I could send her money for them to eat and to get gas, right? Oh, boom, bam. I didn't know y'all. It was even coming to Minnesota. Oh, Kaya didn't tell you? She said she told you. Hey, you ain't what happened with the boys? I miss you ain't nice. What's going on? They coming here? Yeah, I told you that. No, no, my mom said she told you. Your mom just told me that you said you told. So it was games, whatever, whatever. But yeah, I sent uh their grandmother money. Bam, they got food, they got gas, they got to Minnesota. The first day, I ain't gonna see them until a, like it felt like a whole. I, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I seen them. It it wasn't dark outside. So I don't know if I seen them that day they came and it was before it got dark or the next day at whatever point. All I know is when they grandma called, texted me, whatever, and said, we are outside. First, I'm a chill ass nigga. Everybody, I'm chill, cool. I keep it cool. You feel me? <laughs> I keep it cool. So I just got up and started walking towards, right down the hallway, go down the stairs. When I went down that last stairway and seen that church van, went out that last door, that church van opened, Poppy and Tristan smiling, just happy, dad, dad. I lost my shit. Oh my God. I was crying like a motherfucker, man. 
that when they were born was the was some of the best days of my life. That day right there, oh my god, it was just as good. That shit felt great. I felt we were back on track. And I left this out the story. You know what I'm saying? I kind of forgot about well, not forgot about it, but left out the story. I was going down the timeline, but it did come to visit one time. You know what I mean? It's another reason why I wasn't so quick to do the court stuff because, like I said, it was. It seemed pretty cool for the most part for a while, you know what I mean? But um, y'all lost my shit, man. I kept thank you, thank you, Miss Karen, thank you, Miss Karen. I was just thank you, thank you, thank you, like 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 a little bitch, like a nigga just 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 check me, but he ain't beat me up with Debo. He ain't take my chains. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Debo. Thank you, Debo. Thank you, thank you, Debo. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, y'all was happy as hell, man, and and. I followed them around, shit. When they that time they was up here, I was on the ass following them everywhere. Like, yeah, I found I got four more minutes before my stuff cut off for this podcast on Anchor, so I'm gonna wrap it up. But yeah, I lost my shit, man. I was crying like hell. I followed them around everywhere they wanted to go. We was at the court shooting around, and that's when I found out that they basically down there living in a fucking boot camp. All they do is train sports and, and for school, which is great as far as I love they do eggs. They're excelling in both. But as far as being a kid, they're not allowed to do much of that. Poppy kept, Tristan kept looking at the playground as we're doing basketball stuff. I'm like, Tristan, you want to go over there? He was like, well, I'll come back, though. I'm like, no, boy, you want to go to the playground? Go. Be, go have fun. Be a kid. Do your thing, right? He was happy as hell. Did not come back. My Poppy, now nah, he a sports junkie, so he stayed and kept hooping. He wanted to hoop. Got back to the crib, turned the family movie on. They were excited as hell. We get to watch a family movie? For real? For... Oh, pa- Tristan, Tristan, we watching a family movie. Yeah, right, Poppy. Come to find out they don't watch family movies down there, which to me is weird. Maybe everybody don't do that, but... I don't know, man. That shit to me is weird. That a kid would be that fucking happy to get to watch a family movie because that should be a little bit of a normal thing in my eyes but um like I said it's gonna cut off in a minute and a half so anybody who uh may be in contact with my kid's mother like I said reach out you can send her this you can send her the video I don't know which video I'm gonna use I got two cameras going uh you can send her to this anchor app you can see I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. It's a little bit of everywhere. So on Spotify, um, give me topics. I'll do other topics. Y'all let me know how you like the pre, how you like the podcast, how you didn't like the podcast, what I could do better, what I could do worse, whatever. But once again, man, like I always say, instead of trying to give your little homie some way, why don't you show him the way? It's your homeboy P Cuff. Brain Surfing Podcast. We out of here. Come catch these waves.
the brain surfing podcast. I'm on some other shit, constantly giving content. Other niggas just came and went. My ex bitch was light skinned, like the whip. I switched the tent. Said I got a podcast. This bitch think it's fresh and fit. Everything make me stand out. Never needed a handout. Podcast high demand while they saying I'm the man now. Comments coming in. Brain surfing say I'm too legit. The brain surfing podcast on Instagram. Like a pic. Hey.